listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and I'm the chaos podcaster. <laughs> uh, my name is Stephanie, you dumb some bitch. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Steph is newly back from New Orleans, like literally oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> just back. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you see any zombies down there? Oh, not that I know of. <laughs> but you know, voodoo zombies—you never, never That's know. True. Uh. Some serpent and the rainbow <laughs> stuff going on. All right. Um, I only have one little bit of news, and we'll get right into the episode discussion. Uh, that's just that uh, iZombie Season 3 will be on Blu-ray on October 3rd. So, uh, buy them up. I think you can pre-order it. Um, and, uh, our episode today is Conspiracy Weary. It's written by friend of the show, friend of the pod, Bob Dearden, uh, who I'm trying to work out an interview time with him as well as hoping Steph will be able to join us. But if not, uh, it'll be, uh, drinks with Bob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll invite him to come by and pop a squat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see if that happens If it does, it'll show up in your feed So it'll be like a double interview week um, And okay, so this episode's also directed by Mark Piznarski Who, uh, of course, the name Piz from Veronica Mars is taken from And on our other podcast, uh, We Don't Want to Wait We covered, uh, I think, a couple episodes directed by him for My So-Called Life So Yeah, awesome yeah. All right, so uh, small world, small world, yeah. <laughs> um, Steph, I did not divide this episode up into different characters because pretty much, besides major and Peyton stuff, it is straightforward down the line. Everything's a part of everything else. So, uh-huh. okay. all right. So, in our first chapter is "Don't Tase Me, Bo." Um, <laughs> we have um, our cliffhanger resolving here, uh, Harley. Doesn't pull the trigger. He distracts Ravi and then pistol whips him. And uh-huh. that's when Bo gets to Tazen. And then there's a banging on the door. And um, one of the Johns brothers checks it out. And there's our hero, uh, heroine, <laughs> Liv, smashes through, grabs him, bashes him into the door. And that's when a tear gas canister, I think, falls from the skylight. Yeah. And then Blaine comes in like Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Blaine and Robbie tussling with the three uh, John's brothers, and uh, I believe even Robbie gets a headbutt in. He literally headbutts somebody, and somebody uh. pointed out on Twitter that the three times that Robbie's gotten into a physical altercation with somebody, he's come out on uh-huh. top. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so he should. Robbie's not just a weak sidekick. He kicks ass, too. So. <laughs> and then Rachel is freaking out. Yes. Runs to the door, and as she's trying to get out, she lets Liv in and is freaked out by that. 
I had to rewatch that a couple times. I was like, did she just like look at Liv and go, okay, come on in, not knowing? <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it all made sense she, how it happened, how it all how it all came, how it all went down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so did did you go back and watch when did uh, skipping ahead? <laughs> when did uh, uh, Harley. Harley get scratched? I. Did Blaine scratch him? I assume Blaine scratched him since Blaine scratches everybody. I did this like the Zapruder tape, and the only one that actually gets his hands on Harley is Blaine. Like he grabs him by the shirt, and there is there is some pivot away from the camera, but Harley doesn't get near um, Donnie, and he doesn't get near Liv. Um, but him mm-hmm. and Blaine tussle, so I'm assuming it's Blaine that scratched him. I mean. <laughs> This episode sprouts all sorts of like theories and ways to look at things. So you could also theorize that when Harley got away, he ran into some shadowy zombie in an alley and got scratched that way. But more than likely, it was Blaine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Liv comes in ready to fight and just immediately gets taken out with a shotgun. <laughs> I thought that was so disappointing. I was I was all ready yeah. for Liv to just I don't know. Jump on Harley like a spider monkey or something, you know? <laughs> All hopped up on Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, Bo, or not Bo, uh, the two nameless bros, I think who got a name, but I can't remember, they run out. Uh-huh. And um, uh, so Donnie grabs Bo, and Harley shoots Blaine a few times, locks everyone behind the gate, tries to shoot Blaine in the head, but it's empty. And outside, uh-huh. Fillmore Graves pulls up and these two dumb idiots decide to go out like Butch and Sundance. Uh, when he spits. That's <laughs> uh, just repulsive. <laughs> so uh, the fights. Uh, well, I felt bad here because you see Harley like he's, you know, he's watching Donnie feast on his brother, Bo. He hears his other brothers get murdered outside. So that's like he's this whole thing started because one brother was killed by a zombie. And now it's like three more have been taken out. So I really feel bad for Harley at this point. How many brothers does he have? I think that was it. I think that was all his brothers. <laughs> um, Dang. So he runs off and then um, Blaine Blaine's like – Asked Liv to tase him so he can tear down that gate. And Robbie's oh, like, yeah. um, actually, I'll do that for you. But uh, Fillmore Graves lets them out. Actually, Major does. So um, we go to the next chapter, which is two girls, a guy, ugh, two guys, a girl, and the zombie race. <laughs> uh and we have the meeting between Blaine and Chase. Oh, can I can I interrupt? No, you can't. Have you tr- have you tried to watch <laughs> two girls a guy a pizza two guys a girl in a pizza place lately? I never have. It does not. No? Hold up. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Doesn't even make you hungry for pizza. Anyway, I've never seen it. So no. no. Okay. Not good. <laughs> so yeah, we have our meeting between Blaine and Chase. And uh, I like Ah, uh, yes, yeah. that was exciting Yeah, Blaine straight up is like Hey, I own the scratching post Maybe we can make a little deal Come by, yeah. I got a, Yeah, I got a, got a business proposition for you Come on by, girls Yeah What do you think, women, wine, a little song Yeah 
And uh, and I like that uh, he was gonna put his arm around Liv, <laughs> and Liv like dodged him. He like was gonna like I don't know like pat her on the back and kind of rest his hand on. Like, yeah. And she just ugh, just kind of uh, slithers away from his touch. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> Um, but that, this, this was interesting. I mean, we didn't get back. To, we didn't really get back to it in this episode. I'm assuming we're, we're going to at least see another meeting between Blaine and Chase in uh, the finale two parter. Um, but uh, Chase doesn't seem too like you know concerned about uh, like he's not like I don't know. We've always worried about like when Vivian is ever going to meet Blaine and discover that Blaine is the one that scratched. Her husband, and then which ended up, you know, scratching her, and then everybody we got a zombie army now. Um, but um, I'm not sure how much Chase knows. I mean, not that Vivian knew it was Blaine, but we just were waiting for the time that Vivian would work it out. I don't guess they care. I think. <laughs> I mean, I just think that they look at this as such a good thing that uh, it doesn't, you know. What, who looks at it as like a good thing? Like the writers or Chase or Fillmore Graves? Yeah. Oh, that they don't care that they it's they're look, zombies. Right. Yeah. I think they look at it like they're superior to humans, and they don't care that they don't. You know, they're not looking to put blame on anybody. They're just. Yeah, I'm waiting to see just, like anybody from Fillmore Graves besides Justin have some sort of react because Justin's an outsider. He was a DJ. The rest of them are soldiers. They're all buddy buddy, and they they started this whole army thing. I'm waiting for one of them to react to the possibility of there being a cure. So and, so and and mm-hmm. it's then when we figure out whether or not it truly is like a brotherhood of evil mutants thing. Chases like Magneto and <laughs> considers their race to be uh, superior. I'm not sure if it's like they're like, well, we're this, so we have to make sure that we survive, or they're like, we're yeah, because everybody. <laughs> yeah, the, right now it's just trying to avoid D Day, Discovery Day, yeah. or whatever. That's all they're looking at. So Chase tells Liv that Harley mentioned some sort of compound or a cabin on the wiretap in the truck. And Justin comes by with these guns he found, and he said that the same brand that were used uh, in the assassination attempt, as well as uh, the death of Wally's family. Mm-hmm. And and Justin and Liv have to pretend like they're not dating. <laughs> it's like they've got this office romance, and they have to <laughs> pretend at work that they don't know each other. <laughs> yeah, but afterwards, it's like, you want to come over and pull some buckshot out of my back? Kinky. <laughs> And I noticed on his interview that his er, interview, his uniform, totally different word. <laughs> uh, I noticed on his uniform that his last name is Bell, Justin Bell. Any relation to Tinker, maybe? <laughs> or Kristen? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Justin, Kristen. Oh, see, now it's it's probably one of the two. Um, I wonder if anybody's going to be, uh, uh, saved by the bell on this, uh, show. Anyway, so (laughs) Donnie and Blaine feast on Bo's brain and we have Zach Stoll here getting a piece, um, which will come to play later. But this is another thing that's like unanswered question. 
Zach Stoll, Vivian Stoll. Who is Zach in relation to Vivian? And will Zach have some sort of reaction to the fact that his, I don't know, sister, mother, aunt, cousin was murdered? I have no idea. <laughs> it's just one of those things that's like, if you're not paying, if you're paying attention, this is an unanswered question. But it's like they haven't actually mentioned his name on the show, but his name is right on the uniform. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Liv comes in and it's like a family dinner Hey Papa Squad girlfriend <laughs> And it's times like these uh, Donnie Donnie <laughs> it's, time like, it's times like these where I'm like Man why did Blaine have to murder all those runaways I just want Blaine to be on the team And just uh, yeah. Anyway uh, So, sh- But it's enjoyable to see him be so bad Yeah Yeah so Liv joins in and she needs to find because she needs to find Harley's cabin and some sort of clue to it from Bo's brain. And that's when Robbie walks in and he is not ready for this at all. Uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> uh, which is funny because he's he's been there since the beginning, but he you know, he sees Liv take a brain, chop it up, blend it in some appetizing looking food, and eat it. He hasn't seen actual like Night of the Living Dead like feasting out of a skull. Yeah. The way she does, it's very civilized. <laughs> yeah. It's not monstrous. So after all that, Major, uh, we're back at the apartment and Major, not, not the apartment, the, the house, Major shows Ravi the sex fort. Oh, God. He says it's not just. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> is this like a guy fantasy? Hmm. Have we discussed this before? I, is this a question no. I've already asked? No. Is this like a guy fantasy to like play in a fort yeah. as a grown up and have sex in a fort? Yeah, blanket forts are for real. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, I mean, I can understand having like I don't know going into a blanket fort, which you don't see all this all the stuff around you. You just see, you know, your your naked girlfriend and. You know, sheets and uh, pillows and all that. Like, you're, it's it's a separate thing from the world. Like being on vacation. Yeah. As soon as I come okay. out of this, you know, I got to deal with reality. But for right now, we're in the blanket fort together. And there's like, there's lots of sex. There's giggling, sharing intimate stories. And, you know, occasional pizza. Singing. <laughs> Singing. <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Major hasn't exactly fallen in love yet, or at least not the way he portrays it to Ravi. He's, he's like, it's not just the sex. There's other qualities that I have yet to explore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking forward to, you know, finding out about those other things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ravi mentions impropriety, which makes Major say to Ravi, you know, Carson, you worry about Lady Mary. <laughs> Oh, what does that mean? That's a Downton Abbey joke. Oh, I missed that. Oh, you, you've seen Downton Abbey, though, right? Yeah. So Carson, the butler, who's always the like butler, the father figure Lady. to Lady, Lady Mary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I get it. It made me like upset at myself for dropping out of the series. I haven't finished that show yet. I, I dropped out soon after Cousin... No oh, spoilers. Cousin Matthew uh, <clears throat> went away. Uh, 
Cousin Matthew came to America and became a movie yeah, star. Exactly. <laughs> there were like these. Then there was like these two dummies like uh, fighting over Lady Mary, and I was like, "Who are these guys? Why do I care?" And then I just stopped watching. Yeah, yeah. It's it got Americanized. And I heard George Clooney it showed up. <laughs> it wasn't as good as yeah. It it kind of after the Mary and Matthew romance, he kind of. I, I read. I read those rumors. Then that, there was the cousin. Then there was the cousin. Uh, who was the cousin from the Brady Bunch? Uh, Oliver. Cousin Oliver. We we got a cousin Oliver or a doll. Oh, the or a Connor. Oh, the girl the the girl that ends up playing Cinderella in the live action Cinderella. Yes. Yeah. I didn't mind her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, folks, uh, stick around for Downton Chat after we get done talking about I Zombie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now ten minutes later, I, I guess I. Okay, I get the reference now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is when Rachel shows up. She's super scared. She ends up in an embrace. There's almost a kiss, but um, yeah, it, like Ravi, Ravi thinks he's botched it. But with the information that we know about Rachel after the end of this episode, I really feel like Rachel was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is getting way too real." Uh huh. I was trying to lead him on. Yeah. And I've played I played the scared female too much mm-hmm. and let him on. Yeah. But can, can I say this was brilliant <laughs> because we were thinking that Shauna was the conniving shady character <laughs> and it was Rachel all along. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. What? You don't think it was both Bravo. of them? Yes, Shauna is, and Shauna still could. There still could be something to Shauna. Anyway, but we were not expecting Rachel to be. Oh my gosh, such a threat to the big secret. God. Well, you're spoiling everything. So now we let's just end the podcast. Hopefully, people have watched the episode. I noticed in the uh, cast listings, her name is Rachel Greenblatt, which I thought is – is that a reference to Rachel Green from Friends? And uh, because we were saying we were on a break so many times at the beginning of this season. <laughs> so I just wonder if it was in the writer's mind <laughs> when they were making up this character. We'll call her Rachel Green uh, Blatt. <laughs> Green Smith, Green Stein, yeah. Green. Anyway, so there's a near kiss, and she pulls away, and then she turns around, and it's the Chaos Killer. <laughs> Act uh, like what more? I mean, you know, how else could we freak this girl uh-huh. out? <laughs> it is Chaos Kidnapper, if you must know. <laughs> so she is out. She's gone. Um, and I also wonder, like, did she know about this or did, and play stupid or use it as a way to get out of there because it got too intimate or was she gen- you know, genuinely freaked out? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think she was genu- genuinely – I don't know. I think she was ge- – I think she was freaked out, but she was gathering more information. Right. All right, so on to our next chapter, Sex, Snugs, and Rock and Roll. <laughs> and we have Major in bed, shirtless again. 
Oh, darn it. <laughs> and um, then we have uh, Shauna uh, coming in in her underwear. She's already been ogled by Ravi, apparently. And uh, she uh, says that she's that they're going out dancing. And uh, if they don't, she's going to withhold impropriety. <laughs> uh, but there was some uh, good lines in there, too. Um, <laughs> getting... Off and ultimatum. Uh, and uh-huh. All, uh, all yeah. right. So uh, he's worried about going out, and I'm really, I'm, I'm constantly, ama- like, surprised about how famous Major is. Like, I'm wondering how the heck he he is going to, I don't know, become not looked upon as like, I don't know. I mean, let's just say it, the O.J. Simpson of Seattle. Like, how is he going to be – how is, is he going to throw off uh, How's he going to – how's he going to fix his image? Either I – mean, I mean, I just think it's so tied to Discovery Day. Yeah. Like, it's coming. Like, especially now that after Rachel printed that. And, I mean, I'm sure that's not a very widely read newspaper. It's some kind of <laughs> newspaper just for millennials it's and an, it's, local people. It's called Alt News. That's an uh, undertitle. Um, oh, okay. It, yeah, it was like Seattle's Alt News. So it's like an indie paper. But, I mean, they have their own newspaper boxes. So. They're legit mm-hmm. enough, I would, I would assume. I'm really thinking that Major's going to have to do some sort of public positive thing. Like he's going to have to stop a bombing or he's going to have to Or he's going to have to single-handedly – Yeah, single-handedly stop the zombie apocalypse something. or something. Or yeah. on the flip side, like you say, Discovery Day might, might be here with the printing of that paper. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So zombies are normalized and maybe then everybody can then learn exactly what Major's story is all about. He does some sort of interview on mm-hmm. TV news and the world is now post-Discovery uh, Day and I don't know. <laughs> but that would assume that the world would be okay with zombies. So, you know, they would say, oh, Major's a good guy because he was protecting zombies. I don't know. So many things to think about in this episode. I'm trying not to take too Yeah. Okay. So uh, Shauna pulls a, a ready-to-go selfie stick, by the way. this She didn't put it together. It was grab and snap. And, uh, yeah, snaps a picture of him. Um, so next we see Peyton waking up to live. I love this relationship. <laughs> I, I love these guys so much together. Uh and, uh, so Liv updates her on the whole Oberman being dead, Tatum in hiding, and then she goes in to start talking about like deep state, shadow government, Illuminati, and uh, and it turns out that uh, Bo has got conspiracy brain, and uh, in our Facebook group, I wanted to acknowledge last week's guest, uh, Anisha Chima. Uh, she posted, can I just say I called it? I knew it was going to be Bojan's brains. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I feel like all of this stuff that Liv is spouting out, most of this stuff is going to be true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You mean the shadow because, government and Illuminati? <laughs> no, I mean the uh, 
what was she saying that uh, you know about Oberman? I mean, Bar- Baracus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, having that hold uh, scratching Tatum. Yeah, that comes uh, later though. Tatum. Oh, oh, yeah, that comes okay. later. We'll get to that. But I got it all. But right conspiracy now. therapist, like you throw out enough conspiracies, something's gonna stick. Right. Something's got to be true. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, what is it, like monkeys and uh, typewriters? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we go to the morgue. Clive apologizes to Ravi. I thought this was good. That was kind of like a quick thing, but a nice little character beat. Like, he, he's a good guy, you know, and, and he feels responsible for putting Ravi in danger. Like, he didn't exactly say, Ravi, go, put, go undercover, but maybe he feels like... He's the police officer. He's almost like the adult in the group, and he's got. He should. He uh-huh. should have said no. That's dangerous. Um, but um, so Liv comes in and like scopes the entire morgue out, <laughs> and I love the camera work uh, that Mark Piznarski has. Uh, I guess directed. I'm not sure who the camera operator is, but it's like following her around the morgue. It's peeking through the blinds at her. She's just looking around, paranoid. It's perfect. And then she blares this song, which is uh, the Buzzcocks, a uh, song called Ever Fallen in Love with Someone You Shouldn't Have. Let's check out that song. I, I thought it was some kind of new wave English <laughs> Brit pop. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. 80s, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Um, I like that song. Um, all right. So uh, Ravi says this is Bo's brain that we're watching here with Liv. And Liv asks Clive for the ballistics check for the guns, and Clive says he's going to need some outside help because of Kavanaugh. So Liv suggests that she's we can they can wander around wham bams to get a vision, and Ravi says, "Oh, I know a way to triple the odds, but <laughs> you're probably not going to like it." So we go to the scratching post, and Blaine and Donnie are arguing over whether or not Tupac is alive, <laughs> and. I was going to say, that's so funny that Blaine is starting to act odd. You know, that's not something typically Blaine would say. That's so that's far out there. Yeah. But then again, it does, it's in keeping with his character because, you know, he, he's so into music like 90s. I mean, yes, uh, he likes grunge that's right. and 90s music, but also that's like 90s hip hop. Yeah, that's right. And you think Liv, Liv's like... Trying to stop them from talking and then immediately starts talking about her own theory that Biggie's the one that's alive, which I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, that Biggie has a twin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go to Peyton's office and he's she's got Weckler's uh, personal effects and uh-huh. uh, there's a wallet with Tatum's picture and a little key and that's when Barack, Barakas pops by and he's like, oh, you, uh, head into the polls, you know, and I think we might win this one. Can I count on your vote? Yeah. Of course. Um, so we go to Fillmore Graves for a very important scene. We have uh, the amazing Jason Doring, completely nude. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I love him so admirers much. of the like, male okay, figure. In a, show, in, a, in a show with David Anders, Jason Doring, Robert Buckley. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At the eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't forget my boy Ro or my boy Malcolm. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, 
Oh, yeah, Malcolm's villains. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many but to I count. Mean, I'm just, uh, I was just going to say, uh, fans of the male figure probably uh, are I- I- enjoying themselves quite a bit in this episode. You know, you gotta... I just wonder how he did it. I wonder if they like computer, if they made his stomach white yeah. with the with computer. Uh, I don't Good know. Question. I wonder. How, I wonder how they did that, or if they were actually spray tanning him. Yeah, I don't know. Surely it not. It looks like. A pretty good spray tan. It didn't look like it was like his skin was like wet. It looked tan. So, mm-hmm. all right. So Carrie Gold says the live stream was shut down and was credited as some sort of Blair Witch hoax. And then Zach Stoll comes in and says he had a vision. He knows where that cabin is. And so, as the Paw Patrol says, Chase is on the case. Um, and <laughs> sorry, I have kids. Um, uh, and uh, he's not waiting for the police. So, uh, in our next scenes, we have back on iZombie, uh, Tatum Weckler. These two scenes are kind of stuck together. They're all about Peyton and the security box and the, the finding the card. And Tatum has a vision right before she runs off. So what did you think about all this? Okay. I think it was great how Peyton handled Tatum. Mm-hmm. How uh, she got her to cooperate. I thought that was so cool about, um, you know, without me, little girl, <laughs> you're, you know, it, it just, it would just help you out if you would just hang with me just a little, mm-hmm. and you, you give me something, I'll give you something. And you, then you won't have to see my boring ass ever again. <laughs> and I wonder if that's true. I wonder, or I wonder if that's kind of, I don't know. Is it, I don't know, Peyton noticing that she's got a vision a, seems like we're going to see Tatum again. Oh, yes, definitely. All right, now I remember what I was going to say about this thing. Okay, before, in the last episode, we saw Patrice and Tatum eating the Gogurt brain. Yeah. And this it doesn't give visions. Yeah. Now Tatum is having a vision. What is up with that? And I feel like the writers are smart enough that it's not just a merely a way for Peyton to be able to tell <laughs> that Tatum is a, a a zombie. I feel like there's something to that. I feel like we're going to see. Yeah, I think there is too. I don't know. Uh, and and some of our listeners picked up on this. Anyway, we should continue. Um, uh, but those were good scenes. I like those. So we go to Wham Bams and uh, Blaine, Liv, and Donnie totally think Tom Cruise is a zombie, <laughs> uh, which is great because I just Wait. saw the mummy. <laughs> and it's true. Was it was terrible. Oh, it, it, it was fine. <laughs> I'll just say that. It was fine. <laughs> there was no need for it to be made. Well, I was listening to uh, – the 80s all over yeah. and they were talking about what movie was it there was some movie when tom cruise was a teenager and they said his he has a voice of, of mickey mouse oh, yeah, they were right. saying that they are they feel like how we hear him speak is nothing like he talks normally either he trained himself or he went through puberty late <laughs> i have no idea <sighs> anyway there's something weird about him because he hasn't aged in 20 years uh he, it, he he's got an even tan, and uh, Liv supposes that he probably only feasts on like twenty year old girl brains. <laughs> oh yeah, which uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> that's one thing that Tom has gotten dinged for 
in the last uh, year or so, uh, the fact that he's got these younger coasts. I mean, I guess it's more than a year. But yeah, and it's not just him. It's it's Johnny Depp. Oh, it's all, all the yeah. actors. They get old. They're they're in their fifties, and their their uh, co stars are getting younger and younger. That new movie that Tom, my friend Tom, is in, as <laughs> I. Uh, uh, that I saw a trailer for American Made looks so good. The only thing that's glaringly like sticks out is the fact that he's got this young blonde wife. But hopefully the story explains it away because I guess it's based on a true story. What is it? American, American Made? Made. Yeah. So that was huh. Tom Cruise chat. Stay tuned for after the podcast <laughs> for more. I know we're trying to get this pared down a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I love it. Clive mentions that next time he watches a Tom Cruise chase sequence, uh, he'll think about that. Tom Cruise is known to run a lot in his movies. So anyway, the three of them have a vision together. <laughs> that was – I love that they're like finding new ways yes. you know, to do visions instead of, instead of the same old boring vision yeah. that would get so old. Uh-huh. That was awesome. Um, you know, and, and it's just at this point, I'm thinking, you know what? Do we ever need to see visions anymore? It's really funny to see them from outside. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, then I saw the previews for next week and I was like, oh, we definitely need to see the visions. But I won't say oh, anything about yeah. that right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so Donnie says, did we just have a three way? Uh, and uh, then he ex- <laughs> like Blaine and um, Liv quickly want to say that was just the vision of Justin chasing the truck. Nothing we don't know, but Donnie like excitedly has to tell the whole story in detail. (laughs) Um, So they, you know, um, Blaine and Donnie wander off and then Clive begs live the focus. He's, he needs to find Wally's family's killer. Um, And uh, once he says, I think focus, he, we see live have an actual vision and it turns out that Harley did know about the bugs, which is a good thing because we go to the next scene and in the woods, the troops are closing in on the cabin. Our friends Major and Justin are far back, fortunately. <laughs> um, and Major gets a text from Liv warning. Um, he tells Chase it's a trap and uh, Chase tries to pull everybody out. But uh, Finnegan and Koontz end up blowing up. Okay. Liv also sent the text to Justin at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, Justin and Major both got the text. Oh, okay. And Finnegan, uh, like the next, or in the, in the next scene, they it's like Finnegan's wake. Yeah. Well, that's what, at the end, actually. But, uh, what was it called? Finnegan's, Finnegan's wake. wake. Yeah, it's a song, and it's also a book by James Joyce. You sent me the link, and. I didn't really read about yeah. it, but I basically read the opening. Well, it was like, well, it's one, of those, one of those books that nobody reads. Literary things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Like English majors know about. Yeah. All right. But, okay, oh. so who was Kuntz? Was that maybe, uh, we, those are my favorite authors, James <laughs> Joyce and Dear Kuntz. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, all right. So in the next chapter title, Sweet Dreams Aren't Made of This. Uh, Robbie is getting a nap at the morgue because uh, made impropriety. Impropriety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Liv, uh, Liv is sitting there again. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, and is this what she says? Oh, I have a bad habit of this too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
and she theorizes that uh, maybe Harley like set all these mines because he's like working in black ops for the government. And uh, so anyway, Robbie mentions Shauna and that's when Liv is like, oh, yeah, I don't trust her at all. And goes to the computer and starts looking, which leads to the next scene where Liv is showing Major Shauna's Tumblr. Her Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried to read the title of it, but it was in this uh, um, cursive font that it looked like it said like the Shauna na na na. And that's funny. It's they showed that in the preview, like I said in our spoiler section last week. It looked like she had some sort of website. I thought it was more like a gossip site, but it was her just her Tumblr page, which makes sense. Uh, I don't know. She's got yeah. everything. She's got pictures of them, videos of Major singing, and more damningly, freaking text messages, screen caps. Yeah, that is not, not cool. cool. Not cool. So, I mean, she's she's trying to um, – oh, I'm trying to think of the word. She's trying to fix his his reputation. Yeah. But it's just her Tumblr. How many people <laughs> would see this? I don't know. It's not like it's published in a weekly newspaper. <laughs> yes, that's true. You know, as compared to Rachel. That's true. So – I don't know what exactly she's thinking. Well, Liv thinks that she may be a CDC zombie hunter. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, yeah, Major – oh, this is the word you're looking for. Major says she was using him for his notoriety. He's trying to re – She was trying to notarize him? Rehabilitate. (laughs) Rehabilitate. Rehabilitate his reputation? Yeah, that's sort of what I'm trying to say. Uh, fun with words podcast after this. Yeah. Um, I'm very tired. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Liv covers his cam with That's gum. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, we go to the morgue. We don't have the confrontation just yet because I wrote everything in chronological order. Okay, so we go to the morgue, and that's when Rachel arrives, and she's trying to get everything straight in her head. Are you a zombie? Ravi offers his arm. It's kind of sweet. She checks his pulse. There's a calculator watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Ravi uh, And uh, so she says she's seen everything From zombies being cattle prodded To the chaos killer's sex fort How much crazier can this be And that's where Ravi decides to just tell her Everything Like he starts off with zombies are real They're not monsters And begins talking about the Lake Washington massacre And just We go to the next scene And as uh, I'm assuming that he just was like, okay, so season one, episode one of iZombie. Liv and I are working in a morgue. <laughs> all right. uh, so in the next – And then I tried to make a cure and there were all these rats and some oh, of them and died the... and some of them became cannibals. And then there was some different – there was like one cure and then with a cold and another cure and then the, then Blaine sang the cure and we fought. It's craziness. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, – Kavanaugh brings in this uh, bald, sketchy guy, uh, and uh, Clive says that he sold him concert tickets, and Kavanaugh says, for what? And Clive is like, music. (laughs) I don't know, music. (laughs) So I guess this guy's name is Axel, and Liv's like, what's with the glasses? And he says, what's with the skin? Uh, Oh, boy. Um, He has a very... Interesting profile. I was like, oh my god, is this a vampire? 
<laughs> are him and are him and Steve in cahoots? Uh, so the slugs match the guns. I mean, it's the guns that they found at Wham Bam's were the ones that murdered that uh, tried to assassinate D.A. Baracus and tried, to, uh, well, did murder uh, Wally and his family. Um, and that's when we get the payoff for the Shauna stuff. She comes by for the dance date. Uh, Major says he saw the tumbler, and she's immediately just like not worried about it at all. She's like, "Oh, oh, okay." <laughs> like, and yeah. and she's kind of blown away that he's really offended by it. I mean, it's just like I don't know. Put pictures of you and your new boyfriend on on your tumbler, but the text messages that's like. Murdering runaways for relationships There's no coming back from that (laughs) Maybe it's a little less worse (laughs) Uh, So yeah Shano says she's trying to get people to see Him for the person he is The real Major Major just wants to be anonymous again Even Shana offers to take the post down But Major is done Mm -hmm. She leaves saying Good luck finding a time machine all right, our next chapter. Oh. So, what does that mean? Does that mean um, what's on my Tumblr has already been seen? It's or more like he wants to go back to being anonymous again, and she says, "Good uh-huh. luck finding a time machine because uh-huh. he doesn't oh, okay. have a time machine to go back to that." Okay. All right. Okay. So Finnegan's wake up call is the next chapter. Wake up call. Okay. <laughs> We actually see a photo of, Vin- of Finnegan. If you if you pause it, there's a photo of Finnegan in his underwear holding guns, and then there's another photo of Koontz with. You, you just see his eyes poking out because he's got like two beers in his mouth. <laughs> so these guys are all about partying. Oh, I think you're in one of hot sauce. Oh, really? Hot sauce, huh? I think. Okay, makes sense. And Robert Buckley sings. Oh, that's not now. That's later. You keep wanting to get to that week. You want to get to that week, but it's at the end of the episode. I want, I want to be at the party. It's a party. Do we all want to go to the party? Uh, but no, this is just a memorial we're looking at. It's in the locker room. <laughs> they got beer and popcorn oh, okay. set up for some some reason. <laughs> Maybe it's just preparations for the party. Uh, Zach comes in, uh, gives some orders, says everybody get to a polling place, and then unzips his jacket and show off his new shirt. <laughs> Which is that selfie oh, from earlier? Yeah. Wow, they got some turnaround on these shirts. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you know, if you've got your own uh, screen printer, you can. I you guess know, so. You do it really so fast. Shauna have her own so, screen printer, or is so? Was she trying to? Was she trying to uh, make money off of her relationship with the Chaos Killer? It's one of the other. It's one of the. Other. If you believe her, she's just wanting to post normal pictures of her boyfriend on Tumblr. Then, or did she get mad, and that's how she's getting back at him? Yeah, by making him look worse. Yeah, because the thing says killer abs. Yeah, or she, like I said, she could she could be telling the truth, and I'm wondering if they're kind of. This is kind of like the they're holding Shauna as the um, bad girl to keep us from looking at Rachel too hard, and then it turns out that Shauna really. It you know might be a little disturbed, but not to the point where she is like selling shirts. I'm just thinking it's a possibility that her Tumblr got big because the Chaos Killer is on it, and holy cow, look at these pictures! And then it just it suddenly gets memeified and shirtified. And but it, again, either way, 
kind of a quick turnaround. I mean, Major mm-hmm. had that selfie taken maybe a day or two ago. I don't know. Yeah. You shouldn't have caught on that. Wow. Quick. Yeah. So I love Major. He's just like chuckles and he's, you see him turn around and he's just looking like he's smiling, but he's embarrassed. Yeah. Um, so we see Peyton watching news of the election. Barakas is running, according to this news report, Barakas is actually running against a guy named Bill Corbett. Do you know who Bill Corbett is? Is he one of the uh, MSK? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he played Crow. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming that's a shout out to that guy. Uh, so Liv has switched to burner phones. Uh, <laughs> I got you one too. Uh, I gotta protect you. So Peyton shows the video. It's for your protection. James Weckler has just killed um, the dominatrix and is pleading over the phone to somebody saying, you have to help me. And uh, this is when um, Liv puts gum on Peyton's camera. That's three cameras. <laughs> She's um, and uh, well, it's true. Have you seen a Zuckerberg's computer? He has uh, tape oh, on his uh, webcam. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming anybody who's like famous should probably do that because if anybody's computers are going to get hacked into for webcams, um, it'd probably be like a famous person, unless somebody's watching me right now. Oh no! I, I'm waving to you. Uh, did you not see Snowden? <laughs> I did see Snowden. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but again, Snowden's Snowden worked in the military. Like I'm just a, a schlub who's podcasts about a zombie show. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so so this is when the, the the speculation starts happening. Like, okay, so somebody ordered Weckler to kill uh, the damn dominatrix. Baracus is the most likely suspect to Peyton and Liv. And Peyton reveals that to Liv that Tatum is a zombie. So since Baracus has prosecuted Weckler before, um, there's a connection there. And Liv theorizes that Baracus actually turned Tatum himself, promised to keep her fed uh-huh. if Weckler steals the memory card, and then has Oberman kill Weckler. And then someone else kills Oberman. It's it's kind of a stretch. These two are like, yeah, that sounds right. Peyton's a little little more shaky on it, though. Like, because she's like, Barakas, you know, maybe a blackmailer, but he's not a serial killer. Just what, what, what would it take to scratch a teenage girl and say, like, well, now she's a zombie and I'm going to keep her fed in brains. Like, what kind of monster would do that? I mean... Like a like not just a zombie monster, but a, like a monster monster. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, either way, uh, Floyd Barakas is elected mayor during this whole scene. So maybe, maybe um, it was a whole big. Yeah, maybe he is completely different than. Maybe he's. I just putting on a really good act. I just yeah. I mean, he's corruptible because we saw him being corrupted by Blaine to. But he didn't seem like he was happy about doing bad things. And mm-hmm. then we saw him like locked up in the cabin because he almost got killed by Mr. Boss's people and then ended up killing them and taking their heads home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't see Barakas, like, especially like 
He'd have to be complicit. Is he somehow complicit in his own assassination attempt to make him look better in the news? Like his son is out there. Like, I don't know. I just assumed that he was, I don't know. Maybe he's not involved in the Possibly. assassination. Maybe Fillmore Graves is behind the whole assassination to get him elected. I don't know. Well, I'm sure we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. All right, so uh, we go to 206 Weekly, Seattle's Alt News, where there are reporters pitching headlines. There's a story about Barakas being mayor, a story about the chaos killer making money, and also another story someone mentions that the hospital is getting these case cases of SARS-like virus, which I'm wondering if there's some sort of zombie outbreak there. Huh. And that's when we see Rachel... She's got front page news. So let's go to our final chapter, Morning Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Clive gets reports of noise complaints at construction uh, about eight weeks ago at that cabin. So uh, the mines are cleared out. So he and Liv go to check it out. The place is dusty, completely unused. Clive spots an outhouse, but the toilet seems to work. <laughs> and I love that Liv turns on the light and this little light bulb goes off over Clive's head. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just like Nice touch uh, They go out to the outhouse There's no stink They lift the lid There's this ladder To an underground bunker And I noticed in this Like Clive climbs down He's got the gun out And he's got the phone out With the flashlight Like I'm used to like I watched like 10 years of the X-Files Where it was like Phone and like Giant mag light Where like Now in modern shows or er, phone Gun and a giant mag light and now in like modern day shows, we have the gun and the phone. <laughs> Just uh. doesn't look right. I don't know. All right. So Clive sees a CB radio and uh, somebody sitting in darkness. And it turns out it's Harley. Um, someone calls over the CB and Liv has a vision of Harley and Bo sitting outside Wally's house and seeing the gunshots go off. And they tear off. Um, and at, right after the vision, Clive has a sees the movement under Harley's blanket. He grabs Liv and they duck, and Harley is shooting at Clive. And then Clive wheels around and does a triple tap, takes him right down. Um, yeah, which Clive kind of didn't want to kill anybody, but wanted the people who killed Wally's family to come to justice. Right. So he was kind of oh. Not really okay with when he thought that he killed yeah. Harley, but would have been easier to deal with. He almost like takes like a like a breath in. He's trying to savor some sort of victory here. Like this is where this is how I wanted it. To, uh, like maybe not murder this guy, but you know some sort of justice. It's over. Yeah, yeah. But that's when um, Liv says that he's innocent, and that Clive starts to feel bad for. Killing an innocent man, which I was just like screaming at the TV. I was like, he took a shot at you. What are you going to do? Yeah. But then. But I'm sure, I'm sure any cop that even if it is like justifiable or whatever, it's still. Yeah. Very serious and hard to deal with. Yeah. I mean, he's an innocent man who might have gotten spooked by the fact that people were in his underground bunker, like on his private property. I don't know. Um, so. That's when all of a sudden Harley rises from the couch and we see he's very pale and he's got a scratch on his neck. 
Which must have been Blaine. Mm-hmm. Major has... It's always Blaine. Blaine's always to blame. Blaine. Yes. I know exactly. Like, we killed Blaine off this show. Like, like There would be no problems. No problems at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Major has himself a chuckle as he pulls up the Fillmore Gravy. He's like listening to talk radio and just people just dragging his name through the mud. And I just felt so bad. But he's like sitting there just kind of laughing at it. And... It's weird. He goes into Fillmore Graves, and it's your favorite part, Steph. (laughs) (laughs) Finally! Okay, Robert Buckley sings! Yay! (laughs) I was like, "Uh uh-oh, as soon as I saw the music and the dancing and the drinking, uh uh-oh, like, this is when Buckley is going to get shot. But then I noticed that Uh. Chase was, like, sitting over in the corner, kind of, like, mumbling along to the song and drinking. So he was there for his men. Um... And, uh, yeah, I just, I'm like, what's going on with Major here? You know, it's just like, has he decided to just like say, screw it. This is, this is my life now. I'm just going to invest in being Fillmore Graves' soldier boy. And I give up on, I don't know. It'd be interested to see how this turns out. Um, <laughs> all right. So last scene, Robbie walks along the street and freezes. Headline, zombies are real, and Liv's zombie face is on the cover of the newspaper. There's a mm-hmm. shot of her trying to get through that door, and I, again, went back and looked at the first scene of this episode, and I was like, I didn't see Rachel take no picture. <laughs> but, whatever. Maybe she had a hidden camera on her person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she could have. But uh, yeah, it's pretty blatant. Live is live is a zombie, and zombies are real. Or and oh crap, what's going to happen next? Yeah. It's Discovery Day. Uh-huh. Oh, I meant to freeze frame on that article and read it for the podcast. Maybe I'll do it again for the next podcast. But I'm assuming. I just want to know how much Rachel actually spilled in the article because it didn't seem like the article was that long but mm-hmm. alright you got anything else to say before we go to feedback oh crap what's going to happen next yeah, alright <laughs> right, so I have an email that got sent in by Tim before uh, the episode aired I'll, I'll just read what he says here I says, you know what? You have a two-part episode left. Rather than passionately ramble on about it, I'll just be concise and vague in regards to Conspiracy Weary. That bit with Liv doing that thing? Awesome. I cheered in spite of myself when Blaine did what he did. (laughs) Okay, for the sake of listener clarity, I was actually writing this early on Saturday night before the episode airs. Rather than give my input about the episode, I'd rather get your input about some theories and speculation as we cross into that final stretch of the season. So, his first question, Steph, is... uh, Peyton's main tweets. Who sent them? Was it Mr. Boss? Was it Blaine? Remember the mean tweets? Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> so long that? ago. I even went back to my notes. It was like the first episode of the season. Somebody was sending Peyton some awful tweets, and she, that's how she ended up in Blaine's arms. But like, it never got back to it. I'm I'm just assuming it's a drop storyline, but mm-hmm. that's I mean. Unless it, I mean, wouldn't it be revealed that Blaine did it or Mr. Boss did it by now? Mm-hmm. All right. Number two, why is it that Blaine has an unparalleled um, control while in full-on zombie mode? And uh, he's referencing Blaine using zombie face to scare Mr. Boss after he after Mr. Boss heard him, but still retains his cool. 
I, I personally think Blaine has been shot and stabbed enough not to panic. <laughs> and Liv has control when she wants, like in the episode Cape Town where she's a superhero. Um, but it takes a practice. And uh, there's other full-on zombie modes like Justin. He was completely unprepared to get hit by a car, so he kind of freaked out. And uh, I would have loved to see Major have full-on zombie mode. We saw like a really quick like... Ravi got him upset enough to go full on zombie, but then he got uh, hit with the uh, knockout needle. I forget what the heck that stuff was called. Um, and also when he was getting arrested by Bazio, but nothing in season three, I don't think. Anyway, um, number three, Dino and Tanner being disenfranchised. Okay, so he's wondering if uh, Dino and Tanner are going to maybe uh, work with Mr. Boss to take down Blaine. Um, Something's going to happen with Dino. Yeah. I feel like. I need to know if Dino, what Dino was thinking between the time that he shot Blaine, Blaine offered money, and then he went back to work for Angus and just let everything, (laughs) all the pieces fall. Yeah. Uh, Number four, now that Blaine is in charge of the scratching post, is he killing people for brains again? And I just thought um, he's got Bangladesh brains. He's got Shady Plots brains. Um, maybe maybe he'll end up murdering somebody, but it's going to be somebody like exclusive, an astronaut, or, you know, a, a playboy of some sort. Um, if he wants to use the blue juice again, and uh, and uh, Tim theorizes uh, that Major might end up working for Angus in season four. <laughs> And because he's assuming that Angus is not out of the show yet, and that maybe he'll come back as the big bad in season four. Um, and there's the connection is because Major kidnapped Angus, so Angus is going to know who Major is. And uh, mm. once Major gets booted from Fillmore Graves, that he'll somehow team up with Angus to take down Blaine. I, I just don't see it, but <laughs> who knows? Well, but if. Okay, if Major can't, like, reintegrate into society again, if if he has no uh, rehabilitation of his reputation, and I know that's not the word I'm trying to use, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Later on tonight, you're uh, going to be like... That's, that's the word I meant. Elucidation! <laughs> oh, it, I'm sure, yeah. It's. I know what Tim means. Yeah. Major has got to find some way to be useful, and uh, if he can't reintegrate back into society. All right. Well, thanks, Tim, for that. And uh, and uh, I emailed him. I he definitely uh, made it a little easier to read his feedback this week. He's, he does talk a lot in his feedback. I feel Tim bad. should be a writer. Really I bet Tim is a writer. He needs to like like. Uh, I wish I could write like that. Post on our Facebook group. Post on Reddit. Um, okay, so um, our next bit of feedback is from Daisy. Did you want to read this? Sure. Daisy says, hey, guys, after listening to last week's show, I came up with a theory. I had to rework it a bit after last night's episode, but I think it is still I think it's still pretty solid. I believe Fillmore Graves hired Wexler to steal the Dominatrix video drive because Baracus was on there, and Fillmore Graves is backing him for mayor, and of course, Baracus is in on it. Fillmore Graves would do anything to make sure a zombie is elected mayor, even shoot up a mayoral 
mayoral. That's not mayoral. 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 I'm putting too many wise mayoral fundraiser to make their candidate look good. I know the guns were supposedly found with the Johns brothers, but that doesn't make much sense. They want to expose zombies, not exterminate them under the guise of political assassination. Their whole plan was kidnapping. Yeah. I really... I, 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 I'm thinking everything's going to end up pointing back to Fillmore Graves somehow. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Barack... I'm, Maybe Barakis is responsible for the dominatrix uh, boggling or bungling, rather, the whole mm-hmm. thing there. And maybe he's trying to cover it up. But Fillmore Graves probably did, like you said, tell him to get that video. Anyway. I really enjoyed the episode, but I couldn't help notice some plausibility issues. If Tatum is eating brain yogurt, why did she have a vision? And did Rachel have her camera out when Liv and Plain attacked? How'd she get that picture? Uh, Always really excited. But I feel like the writers are so sharp that this this is a plan. This is in the plan. It will be explained. I don't know. That picture is is a little weird that, that... I don't know how I don't understand how they got the picture, but anyway. anyways, really excited for next week's episode. I really want to know what they are going to do with Harley. I can't believe Rachel. She had us fooled. Mm. Cheers, Daisy. Is Rachel bad? Is Rachel a bad person, or is she like Clive was at the beginning of the season and just like do doing her job? Yeah. Just doing her job. What am, am I going to be the person that? Helps this happen, or am I going to be the person that helps stop this? So, I don't know. And she saw some pretty scary shit go down at Wham Bam. So, all right. Um, the next one is from Efrax. Let me read this. Um, hey guys, three episodes are getting off the, or three. These episodes are getting off the hook, nutso, and I'm loving every moment. You'll do your usual fantastic scene-by-scene dissection, so I'll just make a couple of quick points and add my own conspiracy theory as to what's going on. Nerd continuity nitpick. Why did Tatum get a vision so she's on brain-based? I've seen the Chaos Killer's sex fort is one of the greatest lines in the history of TV. (laughs) Ella Cannon, who plays Rachel, should just have that single scene as her audition reel. (laughs) (laughs) Now to the theory. Give me a moment to get on my foil hat and gum up my monitor camera. Here it goes. I suspect (laughs) that there's a behind-the-scenes civil war going on at Fillmore Graves between Vivian and Chase over what to do about D-Day. Chase wants zombies to have an active, possibly superior position in human society, while Vivian wanted to delay D-Day for as long as possible. And then have the zombies isolated from humanity to the extent possible. Chase forced a coup by killing Wally and family, thereby instigating the human zombie battle, blowing up Vivian's helicopter, (laughs) and getting Varakis elected by staging the assassination attempt. To protect Varakis, Chase forced Weckler to steal Sweet Lady Payne's video card, possibly blackmailing him by changing Satan and Patrice into zombies and being their only food source. And then arranged for Weckler's death and cover-up when the theft went wrong. Chase's secret soldier spy in the Seattle PD, none other than Justin, who planted the guns in the truther's truck. Okay, writers, prove me wrong! 
can't wait for the finale, Efrex. Oh, that would be that would be really cool if Justin turned out to be kind of shady. Yeah, I dig that too. Because he seems so perfect, so good, so King. flawless. King. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I'm reading that theory, and I'm just thinking how hard it is to wrap my head around that. Just reading that paragraph and pulling all, all the different ploy- points that he pulled together. And I'm just hoping, hoping that these next two episodes are going to, you know, make it easier for the regular viewer to be like, oh, okay, this all makes sense to me. Um, we'll we'll see. Um, all right, so uh, we have some Facebook feedback. Did you want to read one, and we'll go back and forth. Facebook. What about? Oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. This is from Dave. Dave. Not Steph. Right. Hey, Steph, if you're listening, Dave. what's up? But it's Dave. Steph, yeah. <laughs> Steph, we'd like some feedback from yes. you, too. Wait. I'm not sure if we do. We might get more confused. <laughs> yeah. Dave says, well, that just got messy. I guess Wham Bam is no more. Fillmore Graves just straight out murdered several of the brothers. One got eaten and one is now zombie crazy times. Not so funny moments in this episode, but Liv Blaine and Donnie uh, sitting around enjoying some brains was quite delightful. (laughs) The Wexler case just keeps getting more and more interesting. Thanks, Shauna, for making Major's life even more interesting. Geez, Major can, uh, geez, Major just can't, cannot catch a break. But it's kind of his fault for getting so deep with such a complete stranger. Major just needs to move across the country. Oh, that's true. He does. He needs to, but he can't leave his, he can't leave his friends. He just needs to move to Zombie Island. Mm. Go over there. Construction. See more shirtless scenes. More what? shirtless scenes. Oh, <laughs> you kind of. All right, Dave says that it was good to see Liv making the paper, the newspaper, not. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Uh, Jeff says hard night for the men of Vine Zombie. Ravi finds out the woman he's interested in is a reporter, getting a scoop, and uses him. Major's lady is using him for publicity and t-shirt sales. Okay, so he thinks that Sean is definitely selling those shirts. <clears throat> Clive thinks he's putting away Wally's killer, but the killer is still out there. Hard night. But we get... Oh, mm, can't say the next comment. That's oh, for the spoiler. That's spoiler, Jeff. <laughs> Technically. All right. You want to read Marissa's? Marissa in D.C. Apparently Donnie has D-Day. arrived. V- what did I say? You said Donnie. We're almost done. We're almost done. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. Marissa in D.C. There's so many D's here. Okay. Apparently, D.D. has arrived uh, via that dramatic story and picture of Liv in the newspaper. I would have thought that Liv would at least uh, would have lived to learn. From- what? Oh, my God. You want me to read this? <laughs> Yes. All right. If any zombie's hungry, there's some brains dribbling out Steph's ears right now. 
<laughs> Here we go. I would have thought that Liv at least would have learned from Justin. Oh, that is – okay. Uh, getting videotaped in full-on zombie mode to suggest that she and Blaine wear ski masks when they went into Wham Bams to rescue Ravi and Donnie. But alas, no. Something that I was wondering about and that I may have missed is what happened to the live stream. Please tell me they shut that down or at least before the, bla- the brain snackage at the end. There's sure to be fallout from Liv getting photographed as a zombie. Yeah, uh, Carrie Gold said they shut that down. It was dismissed as a hoax. Uh, on the plus side, maybe this will make Bazio understand what went on with Clive previously. I don't see why they would have brought her back otherwise. Ooh, I'd love to see Bazio again. This is going to be one crazy two-part finale. Um, P.S. I'm glad that Major broke things off with Shauna, although the damage was apparently already done. Posting things the other person thinks are private is never okay, no matter what your Not intentions. Not cool. Not cool. You want to try it again? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Sagan? Sagan, yeah. Sagan. I'll start off with not my favorite episode. Rachel, I had so much faith in you in being a good character. Uh, oh man, I, I honestly just thought of—I just thought of Batman saying that at the beginning. Rachel, <laughs> <laughs> I know we wanted Ravi to have somebody. Yeah. That's why we were so brokenhearted. Uh, Shauna, you're still sketchy to me. Hope you're gone for good. Didn't care for this brain, however, like the multiple. People had the brain. I like that multiple people had the brain and were all seeing visions. Poor Major, he just wants to be a normal guy. I enjoy his singing. I know he can sing. Why not have a musical? Why does he say he can't sing? He can sing. <laughs> He's being Still punished not on board. for saying he can't sing by making him sing uh, in every episode. <laughs> Sagan says, uh, still not on board with Justin and Liv. Yet another episode where we didn't mention the stolen cure. Will we talk about it? At all the rest of the season Inquiring minds want to know Finally that last scene was great Probably not Finally that last scene was great Poor Ravi also But they introduced the bad side of Rachel Well Until next week Robin and Steph Thanks Thanks, Sagan Sagan. And thank you everybody for your feedback Uh, You guys are all awesome And I really appreciate you supporting us um, we've got a two-part finale coming up, and uh, I'm going to be talking about it in our spoiler section. So um, until next week, for those who are tuning out, we'll, uh, we'll be back for Looking for Mr. Goodbrain Part 1. Uh, so um, we'll be going to the spoiler section. You want to say anything to the, to the non-spoilers before we go? No, Steph, Steph mm. is falling asleep over there. No, I think we covered it Okay Alright, let's get on to the spoiler section Here is the trailer for part one Of Looking for Mr. Goodbrain Cause of death looks like blood force trauma To the back of the head You slept with this woman It's complicated You might find yourself attracted to me Oh god Yeah, you like that? (sighs) Was I in there? Please, for the love of all things good and holy, just make this stop. It's not my fault we brain banged. I Zombie, all new this Tuesday at 9, 8 central on The CW. All right, so we're back with that. It's uh, a very memorable trailer. 
<laughs> Looks like we're going to have uh, Rose McIver on the show again. <laughs> Liv playing Rose McIver. And uh, it looks like... She's so pretty. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be some really... Um, some good POV shots of Robbie <laughs> having sex. And really just... He just seems to be like a... He just seems to be a fun guy in the be- in the bed. You know, he just seems to be a lot of fun. No. There's lots of giggling no. going on. No. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of the trailer is just Robbie knowing that Liv is having a vision of them having sex. <laughs> it's just Ooh. loving it. And what's so funny is, did we mention this before about how uh, a couple episodes Liv talked about Peyton said that Liv broke up with a guy because she didn't like his O face. <laughs> oh, I think this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me gross. just read the description and then we'll do some theorizing. But I think we already kind of did last week. Um, when Liv consumes the brains of someone from Robbie's past, caddy cups, right? I mean, that's what we're. Th- I'm yeah. sure. Not only does it have her wanting to sleep with every guy in Seattle, she also begins having some very intimate visions of Ravi. Meanwhile, Major is faced with a huge decision. And this is a going to be a Diane Ruggiero Wright and John M. Baum scripted episode. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say about that episode, but I do have the synopsis or the description uh, for the season finale right here. Oh, my gosh. Do I want to know? I don't know because I, I don't want it to spoil what comes in the first part I, too yeah. badly. Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. I want to know. <laughs> it seems pretty vague, but um, okay. this is your typical uh, episode description. Liv uncovers a shocking truth with far-reaching consequences. Hmm. A reeling, a reeling major looks to the future, and Clive gets closure. Meanwhile, Blaine makes a business proposal. Written by so, Rob Thomas, directed by Dan Etheridge, both friends of the pod. Oh my gosh! Speaking of, I've been watching Party Down again, yeah. and I can't believe that our sweet, sweet Rob Thomas writes such crap. <laughs> you said crass, right? Not crap. <laughs> crass. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, so oh my fun. god, it's so funny. Yeah, I love this shit. Uh, did you get to the episode with Stephen Weber in it as the Russian guy? No, I watched the one with uh, Tom Lennon where he's a, a he's a, a attorney that just went through a divorce and he's having oh. a, a an eyes wide shut party. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> And nobody knows. <laughs> like none of the guests realize what's going on. Oh god! Hey, before we hang up, I just want to let you know that I found the website. What website? iZombiePodcast dot com. Oh, our website? I can't believe you. Huh? What, what? What do you mean by that? You've been recording me. You've been recording our calls. Wait, what? These are our private conversations, Robin. Every Wednesday night, we get together and discuss this episode, and then you post them on the internet. What? Steph, uh, we we host a podcast together. What the hell's a podcast? We even have people email us about the show. It's our feedback section. Those are our pen pals. Steph, we've been talking about iZombies since before the show even started airing on the CW. I mean, we've had we've had people from the show as guests, and each one of them is a close personal friend of mine, and I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate being recorded either. Uh, uh, I I don't know what to say. 
You should feel ashamed. I guess I do. You should feel ashamed you let this skit go on for this long, too. Yeah, this premise has run its course. I wish I could go back and rewrite it. Well, good luck finding a time machine. Thank you for listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for iZombie Podcast, all one word. All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow Robin as well at El Robinero. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, friend of the show Cheyenne contributes with Photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at I. I zombie love. Check out our other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes. You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spinoff Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We do this in our spare time so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans. And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're done. You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies! Zombies!